0: My guest today talks about how to take your power back through holistic healing. My guest today is Debbie Emick, and a few years ago, she was diagnosed with multiple chronic illnesses, and the journey to find an answer completely depleted her initially. But then something happened. She discovered her own power through the mind-body connection and holistic healing. Debbie Emick is a co-creator, an author, and a podcast host, and she shares all of that on GoBucketYourself.com. Debbie is going to share her journey to healing with you today, and you'll leave this episode with Debbie's wisdom and practical tips how you can start your own healing journey, but most importantly, you're going to gain a great dose of hope. Okay, let's get started. Your ideal life is one right turn away, right here and right now with me, Arika Sullivan and New Light Living. See your life in a new light. In this show, I'm bringing real-world tools to show you how to ignite the light within you and restore your balance to who you truly are. That busy, exhausted feeling isn't anyone's true purpose. Get back to the heart of your real self. Begin to live in your ideal dream day every day. Learn how to stop giving your energy away. Trust your intuition and chill out your ego. And learn how to find your calm. The journey begins now. Come and step into the light. New light living with intuitive spiritual life coach, Eureka Sullivan, starts right now. Today I have such a beautiful guest. And I want to welcome you into this
1: new light living world of, of ours. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much. It is completely my pleasure to be here. I'm just grateful for this chance to have a nice chat with you.
0: Yes, I'm excited. And so just to kick this off, I would love for you to share with, with all of our listeners who you are and, uh, what you do.
1: Wow. That seems like such a simple question, but it feels so, so difficult to answer. Um, right now the work I'm doing in the world is, is kind of showing up to tell this story that I've been, uh, navigating for the past 10 years or so of my life. So I, after the birth of my youngest daughter, I started to have these, um, health issues that I couldn't really ignore any longer. And um, that led to this like winding road of autoimmune disease diagnosis and treatment um, until at one point I had sort of given away all my power to people with MD after their name. Uh, And and finally, after I was taking like nine different prescription medications three times a day, I started just slowly taking back my own power one one bit at a time. So I was working on uh, controlling my nutrition, moving my body, eliminating toxicities in my environment, the products I used. Um, And then finally, a conversation with my rheumatologist led me to thinking that if I stepped away from my job, I had this 14-year career in classroom teaching, thinking if I left that Um, that would be like the magic bullet, right? No more stress in my life, solve all my problems. And it wasn't until after that, that I found myself in this really deep, dark place. Um, just still sick. Still tired, tried everything I knew I could do, and now just in this emotionally hopeless place and not really wanting to go on. So the work I've done since then has just been to claw myself out of that hole, um, hoping to break cycles and not start new ones for my own family and, and never really get back there again, right? That was the hope. And so that's led me here to this conversation with you. Uh, you are such an inspiration. and um, I have
0: the feeling that a lot of us right now, either it's illness or whether it's a, uh, some other kind of struggle that we're in, this conversation with you just saying that, you know, this transformation you've gone through is, is possible.
1: Mm. And
0: here you are. Uh, so I, I love that. And thank you for sharing that with us, because that is really what we're going to talk about today, about how to release a struggle, release a trauma and uh, really heal from that. And that healing um, it can look different, obviously, for, for many. But today we're, we're going to hear your story and your wisdom that you have mm-hmm. gathered along the way.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. I mean, that's the greater hope, obviously, of sharing uh, my story. Um, and the more I, I've been open in sharing it and what I'm going through, that was a process in and of itself. But the more I realize that so many of us, uh, diagnosis or not, you know, that's not required or tired or burned out or sick or just searching for answers and not knowing what the next step is and so yeah I think like you know it it can't be any more clear than through sharing this story that there are many many people that have been in the same position that I have been in for sure
0: yeah and and if we go a little bit deeper on that I mean obviously in the times we're living in this is is very relevant on how we're um coming back to uh, a life that we love but when it comes to releasing um whether it's illness like it was in your case or any other struggle tell us a little bit about your perspective of how how why is this relevant to even talk about Mm.
1: right now well for me um you know, I was continually searching for this magic bullet, right? What's going to be the one thing that solves all the problems and allows me to heal in the way I wanted to heal. And, uh, at the beginning of that, um, search fruitless search, I, uh, was definitely thinking like the diagnosis, that'll be the thing that solves all the problems, right? Uh, The, the correct prescription medication, that'll be the right thing that solves all the problems. And then, like I said, it would be food or, or whatever the one thing I was so focused on, that's what it would be. And these are, If you do Google searches, these are common answers that will come up for the things that will solve your problems, right? Um, But for me, none of that really worked until I got to the deeper emotional stuff that was going on. And so even when I was in that low, dark place, I was still in pain and I was searching for ways to release this physical pain. And it became still a superficial fix, right? I needed a probiotic because I was learning about this gut connection to my overall health, which by the way is very valid. All of these things are great when used appropriately and together. But for me, I go into this chiropractor's office, um, I think I would feel more comfortable calling her a healer now, but you know, I live in this very rural place. Chiropractor is an accessible term. And I just said, I need a probiotic, recommend a probiotic. I was overwhelmed by all the choices, had no idea what to do. And she saw through that and eventually started doing this, um, somatic work and some energy work with me that, um, my pragmatic self at the time was like, oh, this is crazy. I went out searching for like, uh, people to, to tell me, no, that's crazy. Don't do it. Right. So I went to my husband, a good friend. I was like, this is what she wants to do. Can you believe it? And they were like, why wouldn't you do it? You've tried everything else. Just give it a shot. So just out of effort of like checking boxes, I went back to her and continued to work with her. And over time, which in a relative perspective was a short amount of time compared to, you know, like I'd been working through this for about seven years at that point. And over the course of a few months, I started to feel this physical pain, uh, in my body that I had held for years leave. So I couldn't raise my arms above a certain point. I couldn't put a shirt on. I couldn't do my hair. Um, I held this pain in my thighs and that started to lessen and eventually leave. And I couldn't deny this connection anymore between my emotional self and my physical self. And you know, I, all the work wasn't done there in her office. It just kind of pointed the way to the rest of the work that needed to be done. And so for me, there wasn't a magic bullet, but there was no healing until I got to this deeper, um, repressed, emotional part of myself, this trauma that I had never dug into or dealt with. And then these other things could be used together um, in a way to heal, I think.
0: Oh, what a beautiful example of going within, going Mm -hmm. within and being also um, finding somebody that actually could support you in that endeavor of unlocking the the energy that was stuck in inside. I, I mean, that's, that's very common, right? That we were looking for this external answer and, and quite rarely we, we find the answer in the external world or whether it's medication or, or um, things that we buy or, or t- that we want to seek the support from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a beautiful example that you were, you were, you know, guided, likely to, to find this, this beautiful person that could help you unlock and and release. Um, So what has been the best thing for you that has come out of, of working and releasing, working this way? Because I, I think there might be uh, listeners here that also want <clears throat> be in a similar situation that may have looked into every single option, whether, whether it's and feel stuck, mm-hmm. whether it's illness or, or anything else, but haven't really tapped into yet <clears throat> the emotional world of, of healing.
1: Mm-hmm. I always want to have like this brief, succinct answer to these mm-hmm. questions. Right. But it never works that way. So, um, and, and everything you said just reminds me that not at the time, but now in retrospect, there are all these synchronicities that were happening at the same time as me going to see this chiropractor and her doing that work, right? And so, I, I mean... Now, in retrospect, I can see definitely I was led. I was led to her and I was led to all these other things at the same time. Uh, You know, I was reading Brene Brown and learning how to release shame or even identify it. I read um, or listened to Glennon Doyle about and and that helped me realize that I had used these coping mechanisms, almost like an addiction for me, very, very uh, like socially acceptable ones, perfectionism and people pleasing. Um, and so doing that kind of learning and work at the same time that I was seeing the chiropractor, um, helped me realize that uh, number one, I didn't really know myself or my true nature. I hadn't really allowed that kind of intuition or allowed myself to tap into that or be that because I had clothed myself in perfectionism and people pleasing. So I got really good by that point in my life at being what I thought other people wanted me to be and showing up in that way. And doing that allowed me to never deal with this deeper pain. Uh, I thought it, it made it forgettable, right? Like I, I just left it behind. But what I had really done was lock it away deeper. And I know that now at the time it was not nearly as obvious. Um, so none of none of what I did to heal could be used in a loving, healing way until I was able to identify those coping mechanisms uh, and start to peel them back. So even using food became a way to over-perfect, over-control, to please until I realized that's what, until I became conscious of that's what I was doing, Right, almost over-controlling it. Uh, Moving my body became over-controlling, almost punishing, just overdoing it. Um, And so once I was able to realize what I had surrounded myself in out of this false sense of protection, keeping people at arm's length, uh, ignoring the pain that I was in, I couldn't really use any of this stuff to heal. So I would say that consciousness, that awareness, and definitely the first bit of that awareness was this opening that the chiropractor allowed me to see uh, between my physical pain and my body and these points throughout my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And can you give us like a, um, a scene of how it was for you before you started that, um, process or journey, if you will. And, and let's say how you, either felt or what you could do when you were out of the the woodwork so to say just to kind of give a a visual Mm
1: -hmm.
0: an example from your life
1: so before I became aware of all of this and I was still Mm -hmm. feeling sick sure so for me it meant like uh hustling grinding right like this American dream so just like get a good job with a good pension, put my head down, push through until I, like someone said I could retire and then I would live the life I wanted to live and not really even understanding what that life would be or what I wanted. Um, so I, I would, you know, get up and try to be the perfect mom and get out of the door on time, get to work early because that's what a perfect person would do um, and just really bust it at work and try to be everything to everyone and then come home and try to be everything to everyone in my house, which didn't work, by the way. You know, I was never perfect. I never really believed I, I was, but this was just this illusion I tried to control other people with their perception of me. Um, And so it also meant like never really asking myself what I needed or wanted because I just wanted to be what other people needed or wanted. Another form of like false control. Um, And so after I was able to unpack that and go through this healing, which I'm still working on, right? I don't think I think we've had this conversation before you and I, there's no arriving, right? I'm still going through this, but, um, man, I try as often as I can to just show up and be real. Number one, whether that means being vulnerable and super uncomfortable, but just be real. And number two, really love and care for myself as a soul in this body, um, validate my own intuition, my own worth, and know that in doing so, I can show up for others in the way that I probably always wanted to, but became more of like a martyr or this false sense of of, of showing up for people in the beginning. So all that's to say, at that time, going back 10 years in my life, um, there was a lot of physical pain, discomfort, sickness that I just pretended away or denied or had hushed conversations about. Um, whereas now I feel so much lighter and free and there's still work to do, right? But I try not to have those hushed kind of conversations anymore, not to hide anything or shame things away. And. Um, and and the physical health and the disease in my body, the illness, uh, it still presents itself every once in a while. But for the most part, um, man, I can't ask for a lot, a lot more than what I have from my body right now.
0: Oh, it's so wonderful to thank you for giving us that that vision of. Uh, it, to me, it just came as a massive shift not only how you experienced yourself but also experienced your life in general and that's that's so powerful to hear that you know with one initiation of a modality like energy healing or or in your case there were were sequence of events obviously Mm -hmm. but that it can be a life-changing experience coming out of that Mm -hmm. And, uh, just by, by hearing your, your journey, it's, I, I understand that we always want to, to achieve something that somebody else told us that we needed to be right. Mm -hmm. But in your case, and in many others cases, it's like that definition becomes now something that comes from the inside. Mm. And that's a lovely way of describing it the way you did. Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah. It makes it so clear that like, um, something internal, right? Like happiness or joy or just peace, uh, will never come from something outside. Um, and so I, I think I haven't been a, Someone who learns easily. I've learned that over and over, right? But no house, or no car, or no amount of money, um, or no love from someone outside will ever give me what I'm searching for inside. At first, I I just did the work for my daughters, right? I couldn't find the worthiness in myself, so it was like, oh, I can't be this mom for them. I have to, I have to be better. But the farther I went down that Path, the more I could find that in myself, and I know now that when I have that internally, it spills over to the people I care about, right? Um, but it took kind of a backwards step to get there for sure.
0: So, having said all of that, and there's so much wisdom in in your journey there, and what would you say? What are some of the resources that you that have been most helpful to you just um, to give a couple of examples of um, resources or modalities, or uh, you described a few things, but Mm -hmm. this is for somebody that is listening today or watching this, who is in a similar situation.
1: And it's like, how, where do I start? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. So I have to say the first just tiny step for me was, uh, trying meditation. And that was again, very superficial, like checking a box. I had, I read a book called the miracle morning and I wanted to do that. Like one, two, three, four, wanted to get it all done. And so maybe I could sit for four minutes if I was lucky when I started, but that was the first bit of like, just a creep in of awareness uh and learning to be present and and understanding how much i was like in the past and regret and shame and and all of that and how much i was in the future of just like worry and fear and then um reading the untethered soul for me was the the next have you read that book Michael Singer? Yes so yeah, that was kind of like the next step to awareness. And I truly believe like awareness is really all we have. And so once we go there, we can access our intuition and follow the next step, right? And and understand the stories we're telling ourselves. And so I would say those were the first two very pivotal points. Um, and then I guess, you know, I, I talked about Brene Brown and Glennon Doyle, and then farther down the road, I was led to the works of Bessel van der Kolk, the body keeps the score and Gabor Mate when the body says no. And so those just validated, um, this, what can appear to be mystical, magical, and certainly is like, there's so much of that in this healing. Uh, This, but this mystical magical process of the mind and the body working together and really shows, um, like scientifically the hormonal chemical reaction of the two and how that causes chronic illness or, or chronic diseases, right? Um, And finally, I I will stop soon. There was a book called expressive writing and it's talking about using journaling to heal. And that sort of gave me permission to just spill it all out on the page. And, and also references a lot of scientific data about repressed trauma, repressed emotions, uh, never talking with anyone or, or writing about it and the effects on our body. And, um, also talks about how just doing this journaling practice they talk about in the book um, can be as effective or more effective than seeing a counselor or a psychologist. So I'm not either of those things and I don't wanna, I'm not a doctor, I don't wanna tell people to not do that. That was not my path to go to a professional, Um, but certainly these things I've talked about have helped me uh, for sure, so.
0: Oh, I love every single book and practice that you just mentioned. And, wow. and I witnessed myself working with many that all of these tools are so powerful and not only, um, you know, by itself, but actually taken together and, and, and done um, as a, it's almost like the, the effect of a catalyst when when all of these tools are practiced um especially the the journaling and and so on so that that's beautiful thank you for giving us that that uh you know reminder that this is this is life-changing tools and we have heard about you know journaling and things like that but it's it changes lives Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love it and So what, can you share something, uh, about what you do for yourself today when it comes to healing practices and what you, I mean, this, this was a few years ago, but, uh, you have evolved also into, and and maybe some of have floated away and some new ones have come in, but what is it that really has stuck with you?
1: Um, yeah, I do try to have a practice and, just out of transparency, I'm not able to do it seven days a week, but I try to to hit four a week. And I feel like that keeps me above water, keeps me moving forward. Um, and so for me, that is moving my body, uh, getting my heart rate up outside as often as I can. Um, meditating, praying, some kind of journaling. So I don't, I don't need, I don't, Always release a lot, but in my journaling, I try to show love for myself or my body in some way, write some affirmations, and write down any inspiration I'm finding. Um, Making sure I journal inspiration helps me to be more focused and positive when I might be in some place like social media or watching something. My eyes are always looking for how to be inspired, right? Instead of like comparing or It helps me unfollow things that are uninspiring or make me feel low. Um, And now that I have sort of unpacked this perfectionism, people-pleasing tendency, I'm able to much more often use food in a loving way to nurture and care for my body. And so I'm working a lot more with being less restrictive and more intuitive about the food that I eat and the way I move my body um, in that way. And as often as I can, I take nice, long, hot baths and I try to get to bed early and get to, you know, so I can get up when I need to, to be able to do all of those things. So that's the general practice that really helps me right now. Yeah. And it it sounds
0: also like that your routines And things that you actually, you love doing has stuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) and some other things may have been having an effect at the time, but, but yeah, and it's beautiful to, to witness that, you know, it is such an important part to actually just dedicate time to ourselves Mm -hmm. and what we love and what our body and, and and that body, mind, spirit connection, uh, can do for us when it's kept alive and not kind of I oh, will do it for a week and then <laughs> put yeah. it in the door, right but that that consistent attention and love because it really is self love that comes out of all of this right mm-hmm. uh, that that nurtures our our well-being so i i love everything you do about mm-hmm. <laughs> about it um, here's a question that i have been uh you know go, having gone through the journey that you have what would you say is some indicator of when someone is healed because healing is a very personal journey obviously and it can only be experienced by uh, each individual as such but many, many questions come up sometimes, like, when do I know um, I have changed? When do I know I have healed?
1: What's your perspective on that? Yeah, that's a tough question. Um, and I'm sure everyone might answer it a little differently. I do feel like I need to say that um, as far as my physical body goes, I still have a few specialists that are medical doctors of Western medicine, and I am grateful for them. Uh, they help me to keep, you know, my immune system under control and check in on my body. I have lung and heart disease, and they help monitor that and make sure that's okay. I have a couple of um, immunosuppressants that I still require to keep my immune system. Uh, regulated and, and functioning healthfully and i've learned to be grateful for those things uh at times i think like oh, i'm healed i should stop taking this um and so i've tried that too uh but they encourage me to you know to stay on track there um i have a a cardiologist that is the most recent doctor that i've acquired and when I first saw him, he wrote several prescriptions for me, and I, I kind of rolled my eyes inside when he sat down to do that. Um, but he got a piece of paper, and the four things he wrote, um, the first one was nutrition, uh, and I had never had a doctor out of all the years, like recommend that I do something for my body with nutrition. Um, I had just worked on that on my own. And so he recommended a plant-based vegan diet. Um, And the second one he wrote was like exercise. And so he recommended, you know, moving for 30 minutes a day, at least getting your heart rate up, which again was a bit of surprise because of the heart disease I was seeing him for. A lot of people end up being sedentary Um, and then the third thing he wrote was mental health and he stopped and looked at me and he looked me in the eye and he said, I don't just mean, uh, like do yoga or meditate. I mean, find your rug, pick up the rug and sweep everything out from under the rug. And that just sort of validated what I was doing and encouraged me to keep going. And the last one he wrote, Uh, was love and connection, which again, there's so much research for uh, a lack of that or loneliness and our long-term health. Um, And so I say that to say that I feel like all of these things work in conjunction for me to feel healed, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So by someone's technical term, I may not be healed. But for me, I know now that a doctor's diagnosis isn't necessarily even the truth or my truth. Um, And I know how to love and nurture and care for myself so that long-term whatever happens with my physical body does not happen with my soul or my spirit, right? And so I feel healthy most days. I feel healed most of the time and sometimes there's something that triggers something in me emotionally that sort of causes some regression and because I have that practice I know how to get back to where I was before and I'm learning to trust that I can get back there and sometimes that emotional regression triggers something in my physical body but because I have that practice I know how to get back and I'm learning to trust that I can get back to health and so For me, that's healing and just knowing again, there's no arriving and through awareness and consciousness, I can keep working toward the next step of my own health and healing. And hopefully that can spill over and, and help those that are, you know, I'm in relationship with too.
0: Oh, what a beautiful share, Debbie. Uh, Ah, thank you. It's just heartwarming to see. And, and, and that doctor is, is obviously a keeper, (laughs) you know? Uh, with, with his recommendations and you were uh, right along, uh, you know, already kind of down those paths, but it's that summary you gave of how, how you're healing, what that means to you today is just such a great reminder of all the different things that needs to come together and and be emphasized. And uh, I just love, and, and you're such an inspiration that uh, have made such a turnaround in your life. And, and now you're sharing and inspired, inspires others. So what kind of recommendations, if you had three things, three tips for somebody that is listening today or watching
1: today, what would you, what would you recommend? Um, so they're all free. And I would say first one is awareness. So just beginning to be the noticer, um, just the observer without judgment of the thought patterns, stories, routines, habits that you're going through, that your mind is telling you filling up space with or, or you go through about your day. So just noticing them um, without trying to change or suppress or, or get rid of them quickly. Um, and once you're able to do that, Um, I think the next step is being able to detach, right? So for me, detachment meant like, I am not my pain. I am not my diagnosis. I am not my um, body. I am not my mom. I am not my dad, Um, extension of that, right? I'm not even my daughters or my husband or the roles I play. And for some people, maybe it's more like, I am not my car. I am not my house. I am not these kinds of things we think will bring us happiness or worth. And when you're able to detach from that, hopefully third step I think is accessing your own inner wisdom of what you value, uh, what you truly want or seek out of life apart from what other people may tell you, or you may think, um, based on society or, or what's common and then trust your intuition to lead you and guide you to that. So hopefully that helps. I don't know. Yes.
0: No, thank you for that. Um, and you have also, I wanted to mention that Debbie has written a beautiful book Mm. about your journey. Tell us the title of the book, of course, and, and a little bit about the book itself.
1: Sure. Thank you. Um, it's called the other side of perfect discovering the mind body connection to healing chronic illness. And it's really about everything we've been talking about. Um, and it was a way for me to heal and hopefully help others do the same. Uh, just takes the reader back through, uh, you know, maybe where all of this began and how I was able to access that and learn to heal from it. And uh, there are some journal prompts in there to hopefully help uh, the reader heal in their own way, uniquely as they go through it. Um, So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, such a beautiful um, book. And uh, where can we find you? Because I I know there would be people that may... (laughs) curious of, of, you know, learning more about you and your journey and maybe, you know, finding your book. And so where can we connect with you?
1: Thank you. So um, the book is available anywhere, really, that books are sold online. And so if you you can get it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or Walmart, if you want to, there are several um, online sources for like independent uh, book publishers, authors, and sales that way. And so you can go through one of those indie sites and and get it that way too. Or you can go to gobucketyourself.com forward slash books. And there are some links there to help you find it. And um, also I wrote a 30 day companion journal that you can find there as well to help you go along through this healing journey with some bonuses and extras um, in it. And if you want to just reach out and connect, uh, you can email me at gobucketyourself.com or I'm on Instagram under imperfectprogress.me. So I am me. I'd love to hear from you, help you, support you in any way I can.
0: Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Let's. I'll connect with with Debbie and get her book. Oh, thank you. I want to wrap this up this beautiful conversation with so much wisdom in it. I want to wrap it up with a question to you Debbie and that would be what is something that you live by?
1: Oh. Wow. <laughs> um So the first thing really that's coming up for me now is um something a friend just sent me uh, after she read the book and she said this kind of spoke to her and it's not compromising integrity for ease right so I think when I was people pleasing and perfecting um, I wasn't outwardly thinking or or aware of maybe compromising myself in a way to make things easier or smoother um and so now, just really showing up as I really truly am, whether that feels awkward or vulnerable or hard or uncomfortable sometimes, the gifts that have come from that, the true deep connections with myself and with others that have come from that have been worth it for sure. Mm. Oh, so good. Thank you, Debbie, for sharing yourself so, so generously today. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you, Ulrika. This has been it's so nice to get to know you and have this conversation. I really appreciate the space and the time. Thank you for listening to new light living with me,
0: Ulrika Sullivan. When you see your life in a new light, your world looks different. Worry, fear, and the everyday go, go, go are no match for you in this bright, new light. Join me next time as I lay out the practices and tools for you to liberate your amazing self into living your ideal dream day. You can start now to take the guesswork out of getting to know yourself again and expand into your essence to feel present, alive, inspired, and connected. Keep listening, keep learning. Imagine no more wishing for your dream life. You get to start living it today. For more information, please visit newlightliving.com.